Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Welcome back to the FemiPod for episode 83. This week, we welcome the incredible Geordie Catcher, the VP of Nike Women's Sports Apparel. Geordie has spent the last 20 years with Nike, working across the brand in many functions, including retail, digital, and apparel for running and women's fitness. Geordie led the team that developed 13 of the kits for the recent global football event and is here to speak about that incredible process as well as her passion for driving change in women's sport. Welcome to the Femi Pod, Geordie, and also welcome to Sydney. How are you? Thank you so much. I am amazing. It is brilliant to be able to be here right now. Well, there's so much energy in the city. It's great to have you here. Firstly, we would love to talk about your role as the Global Vice President of Women's Sports Apparel at Nike. Can you tell us a little bit about your career to date and about your Nike journey? I'd love to, yes. So as the uh, head of women's global sports apparel, our team is responsible for outfitting all of the athletes across women's sports from elite to everyday. So we're creating the kits that they're wearing for competition or the uniforms, depending on the sport and what you call them. But we're also outfitting them for all of the moments on their athlete journey, whether that's training or yoga or media or travel. And we're making sure that we're providing the products for the fans to be able to get a piece of the celebration of these incredible athletes. As it relates to my roles at Nike that I've held up until this point, so I'm just about 10 days shy of my 20 year anniversary with Nike. And it has been an incredible two decades of roles that have spanned really across functions and across uh, geographical units. So I've held roles in global, I've held roles in North America, and I've also had the opportunity, which was an incredible gift to live and work in Amsterdam focused on our European markets. I think something that's really special about the roles that I've held over the course of time at Nike is that a large majority of them have been in and around the space of serving women. And I guess maybe one of the reasons that I've stayed so long is because I feel very aligned to Nike's mission and to the reality that we really can move the world forward with sport. Mm, that's so awesome I mean yeah it sounds like a dream job that you're doing at the moment and to where you've got to today I think to work on women's sport obviously for me is like a passion that I've always had and to see yourself in the role that you are in today I know our listeners would love to understand like your journey to even get into Nike I know you know when I mentioned to people that I'm a Nike well collective run coach people get really excited about the brand like where did your journey really start and how did you even get into the swoosh? Yeah, that is an incredibly uh, thought-provoking question. I guess what I'd say is from a really young age, I was pretty obsessed with apparel. Mm -hmm. 
So I come across a lot of people at Nike who were very obsessed with sport. I happen to find the start of my journey just being obsessed with apparel and what brands were doing in the creation of apparel. As a young girl, I also played uh, the sport of soccer or, or football, depending where we are in the world and what it's called. And uh, I think what happened over the course of time, as I started to think about what I wanted to be when I grew up and what I thought I might be good at, I continued to gravitate towards roles that would have me in and around apparel. And I uh, started my career in more of the fashion retail kind of lens of things. I worked for The Gap, uh, which their corporate offices were in San Francisco. But I very quickly started to think about uh, innovating for the athlete and being in spaces that weren't just style, but were also really thoughtful about performance for athletes. And so I started to look at roles uh, sort of outside of the fashion realm and into more of the sports space and was lucky enough to find my way into a role at Nike that was very similar to the role that I had at my previous company, but obviously getting me into the world of sport and sport performance. So my first role at Nike was in North America retail, where we were, uh, I was in, in the function of allocation as it's called, which was the, the, the group that made sure that we were getting the right products to the right stores at the right time. So being thoughtful about the right sizes, the right colors for that region, uh, and even the uh, seasonality of that region. For example, we're here in Sydney and it is August, but it is not summer like it is in the Northern Hemisphere. And so that was sort of the role that we played uh, at Nike in North America retail. And that's how I got my start with the company. Wow. And 20 years later, 20 years Here later, you are. dream job. Oh my gosh. What does your day-to-day -day kind of look like now in your job? Every day is really different and every hour is really different as well. And I think it's the dynamic nature of the role that makes it so exciting. So as I said, we're outfitting athletes elite to every day across all women's sports. So we could be focused on football and the creation of the kits for a tournament like we're seeing this summer, uh, or I could be in strategy conversations about what's to come in four years time and who we want to be as a brand and how we want to better serve women. Uh, and, and I could be in conversations about a particular garment and how we're going to commercialize it and make sure that it meets the needs of the athletes and that it's testing well and that we're proud of the result of that particular item. Mm, so much variety. A it lot of variety. <laughs> and you have obviously led the development of the women's kits for 13 of the teams here in Sydney. What does this kind of process look like? Everything we do starts with listening to the voice of the athlete. So that's exactly how we started this process of creating the kits for the 13 federations. And that process began almost as soon as the 2019 event had completed. So we interview athletes, we talk with athletes, we observe athletes uh, in competition, and we really start to understand what their needs are, what are some things that are bothering them, how to keep them cool and comfortable and free of distraction. We take those insights and we combine them with our ability to see the athlete's body in motion. 
So we study the athlete's body in motion. We have all kinds of digital imagery. We're able to leverage that along with heat maps of the body and sweat maps of the body. And truly with digital tools, map the breathability and the mobility, the stretch of the garment to where the athlete needs it most. So the innovation in these kits is the next generation of Nike's dry fit advanced technology. But what that really means is that we have tuned the garment pixel by pixel, stitch by stitch, so that the athlete can move free of distraction. It's not just about the innovation though, the athletes have to look and feel amazing. So we're really thoughtful with our design team about the inspiration of the art that we apply onto the kits themselves. And each of the 13 uh, federations has a unique story to tell, which is really just uh, celebrating the rich histories of the nations themselves and the stories of the people. Mm, I, I was telling you earlier, the New Zealand kit is definitely my favorite. It is a beautifully designed kit and also really does feel there's a lot of heritage within that design of the kit as well. The development of these kits involved the largest amount of research and investment Nike has made into women's sportswear. You just spoke through so much of the innovation that was within those kits. Why is it important for Nike to be making this huge investment into women's sportswear in 2023? Well, you know, we believe that women and girls aren't just the future of sport, but they're truly leading the way. And we know that young girls are dropping out of sport at twice the rate of young boys. And so we want to make sure that there's an invitation for all kinds of movement, but that we're also able to provide solutions that allow young girls to not only find their way to sport, but also stay in sport. And so while we're innovating for the elite athletes, like the Matildas, like the football ferns, we also want to make sure that we're leveraging those insights for everyday athletes as well. I think a really good example of this is the new innovation that we've just launched uh, called Nike Leak Protect Period. And what this is, it's just an ultra thin absorbent liner that we've incorporated into the undershort that she wears in the case of football under her kit that just helps provide peace of mind and, and protection from leakage from one's period. And you can imagine that young girls, many of the reasons they're dropping out of sport is because they're developing breasts or they are now menstruating and they're concerned about leakage. And so if we can innovate in this space and provide gear that helps keep these girls in sport, uh, then we know that we're achieving our mission. Mm, I couldn't agree more. Like I think the the leak protection shorts that have come out from Nike is definitely one of those moments that I'm like most proud of being connected to the brand because it is like changing the game for women and keeping young girls in sport. It's something we speak about all the time at Femi is like we have been so lucky to be involved in sport and still be involved in sport at the ages that we're at. But our responsibility is to give back to the next generation and keep them in sport. So when brands like Nike come along and do these incredible things to help support girls, it definitely makes our jobs as coaches um, a lot easier as well. So thank you, Nike. Thank you for doing the work that you do.
As a Nike Well Collective run coach, uh, we're also constantly talking about and focusing on the five pillars of health, movement, nutrition, mindfulness, rest, and connection. Very similar to the things we speak about at FEMI as well to keep girls and women in sport. We know that taking a really holistic approach to training is really important. What do you think the impact of this new focus, particularly the introduction of things like rest and connection and mindfulness, which haven't really been associated that strongly in the fitness industry in the past? What do you think the impact of like really encouraging those three things is going to be for women? I think really important to acknowledge that sport can come in all forms of movement. And it's not just traditional sports and the invitation for young women and girls to find their way into sport via a form of movement that maybe in previous definitions weren't considered sport is a really beautiful thing. And so I think that acknowledging that, investing in those spaces, allowing uh, the truly the entire population of the world to be able to see that sport is acknowledged in that way, I think is really going to be a game changer for the years to come. Mm, I agree. And I think, you know, the conversation of bringing pieces of apparel like the leg protection uh, shorts alongside encouraging women, especially to take this like holistic approach to fitness, it's all tools, right, to keep her in sport and keep her moving in a really sustainable way, which is so exciting. What else do you think apparel is doing or how can it contribute to creating a more equal sporting arena for women? So I think one thing I'll say just, just in the innovation space is, is bras. So we know no bra means no sport. And we know that breast development is a big reason why young girls are dropping out of sport. And so we're investing in technology and innovation that allows us to understand the way uh, a woman's breasts move, the way a young girl's breasts move, and how to create bras that provide comfort and confidence at all ages, but also uh, enough styles that provide choice because everybody has such an individual experience and uh, comfort level with the type of bra that they want to wear. And so that's a really another example of making sure that every young girl has access to a sports bra and therefore can participate in sport comfortably. I think another thing that's really important in the space of apparel is more on the fan side of things. So you, you see it with this summer's tournament. Uh, we have built our largest collection of women's football fan gear in Nike's history. And I think what that does for the sport is it allows everybody to celebrate these world-class athletes and have the opportunity to cheer for their nation. And so, of course, in Australia, we know we've sold 13 times the amount of jerseys uh, for this summer's tournament than we did in 2019. And uh, being here in Sydney and seeing the electric energy and all of the fans on the street wearing jerseys has been uh, incredibly exciting and inspiring. But I think that's a really great way to continue to acknowledge women in sport, to be able to allow everybody to celebrate them. Yeah, it's been so special, especially going to the tournaments and seeing how many young kids, both boys and girls wearing the kit, like and how excited they are to be representing their country. It's really special for me, you know, being in those environments and seeing 
women on the field playing this game and how much energy there is around them. Honestly, it's not until I was like in the stadium actually seeing and feeling that energy that it hit me how far we have come. And this is like, we are now living in a world where women's sport is a thing, whereas I grew up without it. It's it's hard to even think about the environment we grew up in without having the opportunities that these young kids now have, but it's so exciting. Well, Nike has obviously had a huge part to play in this movement of bringing women to the forefront, but why do you think it was football in particular that really has been the sport to kind of make this change? There are so many different forms of movement and sport out there, but I don't know if any other sport or movement could have made a shift like football has. What is your thoughts on why football has been so important? I could not agree more with everything you're saying. And it has been incredibly energizing to see the way that football has started to create a wave around the world, especially through this summer's tournament. I mean, 2023 has been such a brilliant year for women's sport. And these women that are participating in this summer's tournament, they're world-class athletes. And so I think what's been so interesting is to watch the way they perform on the pitch. I mean, they are powerhouses. And also to see the way that they've captured the hearts and the minds, not just of young girls around the world, but truly of the world's population. Uh, I mean, I mean, here in Australia, the TV viewership records are being broken and attendance records are being broken. And so I think this moment in time does feel like a very big shift in what is about to come for women's sport. I think the just global nature of this game has really helped. And of course, the tournament where there are so many nations participating uh, in a very consolidated amount of time has also really helped. But I just think about I only arrived in Sydney a few days ago. And so for the majority of the tournament, I was staying up late and uh, spending my days sort of sleepwalking so I could make sure I watched the next matches the next night. And I just think about how many other people I spoke with who were doing the same thing. And so time zones didn't even matter for this tournament. And it has just captured the entire world in a way that I think is will never go back. You know, it's from here forward. Yeah, it has been so crazy, hasn't it? I feel like looking at the sport of football also, it's just such an inclusive sport. You know, there's so much diversity amongst the sport and so much inclusion. And I also think that has just really helped us as a nation and a globe really like get on board with the sport because there's no barriers to the sport as well. I feel like everyone feels like they've been heard and seen and and then you think about the kit and you think about how people get so excited by the style of the kit. And honestly, five years ago, I could have never imagined walking down the street, not being a footballer, wearing a football jersey, and now I'm rocking it every single day. So I also think that has helped too. So you've done your job well there. Yeah, well, I think these women, these athletes have done their job, right? They they performed in these kits They created heroes of themselves and they showed teamwork. And so now all of the fans are so proud to wear those kits because they saw what happened on the pitch when those athletes wore that kit. Mm. Yes. And I recently heard someone else speaking about the kit being an armor, which I 
love that phrase because I feel like as a woman in sport you do need a bit of an armor and you need to feel as strong and as confident as you possibly can and for women we kind of know that traditionally women lack that confidence many reasons why and to have an armor and to have to have access to sport which is one of the most accessible tools to grow confidence in yourself like the combination of the two I think we really are changing the world which is so exciting it is. That's a beautiful analogy. How do you expect to see kind of Nike taking this energy that's going on at the moment around the tournament and taking it into the future for women's sport? We're so excited just about what is happening in the world around women's sport. And I think it really just fuels us even more to continue on our mission. And I think what you can expect to see from Nike is continued investment in this space whether that's through products, innovations, services, experiences, whether it's for athletes or for coaches, really making sure that we are doing everything that we can as a brand to create access to sport and allow young women and girls to find their way in and stay in sport. I think what we really need to see is continued investment across all brands, across industries with the media to continue to shine a light on these world-class athletes and allow these girls to see something of themselves in these athletes. And I, I, I think we've seen bits of that and incredible um, moments of that through this summer's tournament. And I just think we will continue to find all opportunities to make those even bigger in the future. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Sport really is, you know, a microcosm of society. I think if we can really make these massive changes and shifts in sport, hopefully we can make some massive changes and shifts for the world as well. So I think it's really exciting to see what's going on right now. What do you hope personally for women in sport in the future? I talk to so many women. I talk to elite athletes and I talk to everyday athletes of all ages. And I see myself I dropped out of sport when I was 13 years old for many of the same reasons that we've been talking about here today. And I, I think about how sport can change a person's life and for the better uh, in all aspects of their life. And so I really hope for the future that there are less barriers to sport that some of the things that make it very difficult are removed or at least lessened and that future generations don't even experience a question as to whether they will participate. They just find the movement that works best for them. Yeah. It's so exciting. I can't wait to kind of see where we're going to be in another like five, 10, 15 years and the opportunities. I have a little niece who's seven years old and she love sport and you know my hope and dreams for her in another 10 or 20 years is that she is still partaking in the sport and able to get the reward out of the sport more than just the physical fitness rewards you know what that can do for her and her personality and her confidence in herself and hopefully take that confidence into all areas of her life so I'm very hopeful for the future of women's sport too I think with the work that we're doing at Femi with the work that Nike's doing and other brands that are really supporting women uh yeah the future is looking very bright. I agree. The future is so bright. I think we'll look back on this time as the decade of women's sport and things will never be the same. They won't.
the better. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today. We're so grateful. I know our listeners will absolutely love this conversation and be super inspired by it. So thank you for entertaining our community um, and educating them as well. Thank you so much for everything and for the work that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Geordie Catcher. I'm sure you all really enjoyed it. If you have any feedback or questions on the episode, definitely get at us on Instagram at femi.co or head to our website, femi.co. Esther and I will be back in your ears next week, but in the meantime, we would love if you gave us a rating and subscribe to our channel and we'll be back in your ears next week.